you know, uh, three pack on tactics for your next listing presentation. I get a lot of questions about this and um, like in all areas of our real estate, my fear is agents are all saying the same thing, doing the same thing, all the materials look alike. And when you're in a listing presentation um, and you're trying to get somebody to list their home with you, chances are you're competing with some other agents. You're probably not the only one that they've talked to or the only one that they will talk to. So as agents, we've got to find a way in order to, to set ourselves apart make ourselves look unique. So the first thing that I would do, and when I was selling homes, one of the first things I, I would always do, and some of you may not like this, <laughs> but I like to identify what the agents are saying. I will sit across from you and I'm going to tell you, every agent that's going to come in here is going to say the same thing. They're going to tell you that they're going to hold open houses. They're going to tell you that they're going to put your property on property websites. They're going to tell you that they're going to list your house on social media sites. They're going to tell you that they're going to market your house on thousands of websites, including Zillow, Truly, and Realtor.com. Blah, blah, blah. Because all of this, as you know, is automated. It, it is automatic, so no matter who is listing the house, whether they've had their real estate license for a week or for 30 years, we're going to all do the same thing. And so you need to understand when you go into this listing presentation, you may sound like everybody else. But I like to, I like to just head it off at the pass and tell them, listen, I will do all of this stuff. But just so you know, Mr. Seller and Mrs. Seller, that this is just automated. All Every agent's going to be able to do this for you. It's just part of of the technology that we use. And this right here, no matter what any agent tells you, will not set you apart. You know, that's really good, Mike, because uh, I saw a flyer that I received at our home uh, from an agent in the market. And she put in there, you know, MLS average days on market close time 76 my average days on market close time 43 you know and she went through a, a few different other items uh, average sale prices of her listings the sale price to list price retention you know showing that she didn't give up as much money uh, on her transactions as is average in the MLS uh, those are the kinds of things that I'm seeing now that the top talents doing um, that's actually about them I mean, it's about, okay, it might've been about the buyer's timing. It might've been about the internet. It might've been about the stars aligning, cosmic stars. But the reality is those are those are real personal individual type things. So I, I see exactly where you're headed here. Yeah. So if you go in there and this is part of your pitch, why somebody should list their house with you, then, then you're really not offering anything special. So right. then comes the question of what I think the two most important things that sellers really want to know, whether they've acknowledged that they really want to know this, and the two things that they're looking for. Number one is uh, they sellers want someone who can negotiate. That's the most important thing. They want the most amount of money for their house in the shortest amount of time. So the focus of my listing presentation is going to be on my negotiating skills and my experience in negotiating. Uh, you should always emphasize past clients who you have mm. helped. If you've helped past clients, people love stories. So you go in there and how you have helped negotiate. You're the last person you sold their house for. You got them top dollar and you sold it in X amount of time. And the reason that you're able to do it is because you are a great negotiator. If you're not good at negotiating, then the next three books you buy on Amazon should be all about negotiating. You have got to learn how to negotiate because really that's what you're doing right there with the lister, the seller. You're negotiating right there. Um, and I always say, be careful when negotiating your commission. If you can't stand firm on negotiating your commission, 
then you will leave the impression that you will not be able to stand firm when negotiating the sale uh-huh. of their house. Perception is reality. If if I get you down to listing my house for you're going to take one and a half percent, two percent, and we're negotiating it, and and I and I've negotiated you down, out negotiate in the back of my head, I'm thinking as as the seller, well, are you going to back down when somebody is trying to buy my house? Yeah. Well, it's you're you're showing history leaves clues. You're showing exactly the inability for you to be prepared. And if you're not prepared for this common question that you would receive from multiple people, how are you ever going to be prepared for the one-off question, that unique question? Uh, that's where you really have to stand on your feet. So if you could have actually had time to prepare for the question of reduction in compensation and you chose not to, that's telling the seller something. Yeah, and you better be prepared. And you for better that. be. You better be pre- prepared for that question. Yeah. You better have your response. So after I go into a listing presentation, I, I basically tell them that, hey, listen, all agents are going to come in here are going to do the same thing. But what makes me unique is I know how I know how to negotiate, and I am here to negotiate on your behalf. Uh, this is what I do for a living. I'm a professional at it, and I will get you top dollar in the shortest amount of time because that's what the seller what want. really wants. And then the other thing that they want is, uh, and this is, comes from all my years of, of, of selling real estate, is sellers demand. They don't want. They demand communication. Okay. Uh, the number one complaint from sellers is that they never hear from their agent or their agent doesn't get back to them when they said they're going to get back to them. Uh, they list their house and then the next time they hear from their agent is when they have an offer. If your sellers are saying that to you, then, then shame on you because you're really not giving them what they want because they want communication. So in the listing presentation, um, you set expectations. You let them know how you'll communicate with them, when, what you'll communicate, how often you'll communicate with them, whether it's going to be weekly, which I recommend. Mm-hmm. Anytime we have an offer, I'm going to communicate with you. And if nothing's happening, okay, no news is a form of communication. Let them know that there's nothing happening and I just want to check in. And always honor your deliverables. Uh, if you say you're going to do something, you better do it. Otherwise, they will not use you again and they won't refer you. Uh, and communication is a deliverable. If I tell you uh, every Thursday afternoon, I'm going to give you an update, that is a deliverable. Mm-hmm. And I am, in my experience, mm-hmm. um, when you can negotiate and you communicate, those are the things that people will tell their friends about. Uh, 2016 NAR profile, home buyers and home sellers, says exactly these types, these things. Not not obviously specifically on the communication part, uh, but it does say number one thing that agents, w- that consumers want, listeners, sellers want from their agent is someone who can help them negotiate. And that is uh, the national study. So please, you know, there are a number of, of resources out there for you. Mike, you mentioned some books. That's a great idea. Um, there's also that uh, certified negotiation expert by Tom Heyman. There's a course out there you can take. It's a two-day course. Uh, it teaches you the difference between things like collaborative and competitive communication, uh, the words you use and how they affect the, the other parties that you that are hearing it. Um, but you mentioned setting expectations as far as uh, communication is concerned, and that is by far uh, communication can can really overcome almost everything. Uh, that's really the the key. Um, and in doing so, one of the things that I learned many many years ago too many to, for me to tell you how long ago. Um, but the point was, I went in and in my marketing material, I used to have a pre listing pack I'd send the night before, and it used to say, I will communicate with you no less than once every ten days. 
And it was always because 10 days, if you go Friday of this weekend to Monday after next weekend, that's about 10 days. So it was one of those things that I said, you know, basically, if nothing happens this week, we'll communicate with you next week. And I lost the listing appointment. And I asked why. And I said, well, my idea of communication is seven days. I want to hear from you every Friday or I want to hear from you every Wednesday or whatever it may be. So what I learned was take out the number of days in your communicate in your in your in your presentation material put in that you will maintain communication as per instructed by your seller and then when you're having that conversation you mentioned setting expectations mike i mean say to them mike you know uh, everybody has a different idea of what good communication is what does good communication mean to you how can I, at the end of this listing appointment, how can I get a, a 10 in my satisfaction rating that I communicated with you great? What does that mean to yeah, you? Yeah, and how would you like to be communicated yeah. with? Do, do, would right. you prefer emails? Oh, do you prefer text messages yeah. or would you prefer phone calls? Um, because, you know, you have, to, you, you have to cater to them. You want them feeling like that you are a phenomenal communicator, that you kept them in the loop the whole process. And if they feel like you can negotiate on their behalf and you communicate with them, they will be, they can't, and if you continue to follow up after the close of escrow, they will be, they will be clients for life. And those are the things that they'll refer. I mean, imagine, imagine someone sitting around the, the lunch room at work going, yeah, my, oh, I just talked to this agent. He's going to, he's going to syndicate my listing all over the websites. And the other guy goes, well, my agent said the same thing. The third guy says, my agent said the same thing because we do all the same things. These are, and you always put yourself in the mind of the seller. If you were selling your house, what would you want to hear and what are the most important factors?